0: I didn't think that this one could possibly have the like worse special effects than the first one. But this was actually (sighs) mind-blowing. And and not in a good way. (laughs) Alright. It has begun.
1: Feel the wrath of Shao Kahn. You Your brother's soul is mine. (coughs) You will next. Finish it. Get over here! Slots, victory, friendship. Everybody and welcome to the show. I am Scott, and with me, as always, is Joe. Hi. <laughs> We're just another movie night, and today we are talking trash.
0: Talking trash.
1: Talking trash, where we go to the bottom depths of all the review sites and find the worst of the worst—the movies that people either call the worst movie ever made, embarrassingly bad, or so bad it's good—and we purposely hunt those movies out and try to figure out two questions is this movie really bad, and what is the worst movie ever made? And today we are tackling 1997's Mortal Kombat Annihilation on my road of watching all the Mortal Kombat movies in preparation for the new Mortal Kombat video game, the 13th game, number one. They're resetting it. And here we are diving back into a movie we wish we'd never watch again. My third time seeing this film... Jesus. And Joe's second. I think the last time we saw it, we said to ourselves, we're never going to see this thing again. And here we are, doing it again for the love of Mortal Kombat. I
0: think that my my exact words to you were, I never, ever want to hear of this movie again. I never want to You know to secretly ever... love
1: moments in this movie. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, 97. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, uh, 1997, to put it in perspective... This is the year that Life is Beautiful came out. Oh. And I will say that uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score of 4%, an audience <laughs> score of 25%, an really? IMDB score of 3.6, with 56,000 reviewers, and a Metacritic score of 11%, uh. with a user's rating of 7.9 out of 10. Now, that's hilarious. And I had to end with that one. Wow. Um, now, we're going to play a little game that we like to play where Joe doesn't know I'm about to ask questions, and I just put it on her called. What can Joe answer?
0: Oh no, I hate these.
1: <laughs> it's my new favorite. It's my new favorite game of all time. This
0: is actually let's make Joe look like a colossal ass.
1: <laughs> nope. It's just because you have the best answers, and they make me laugh all the time. We're gonna play two different things. Well, first off, let's start with the easy.
0: Okay.
1: Now that you've rewatched this film, what do you think the budget was?
0: Oh. Okay, well, the intense amazing CGI. I mean, oh gosh, it must have been a fortune. Um I'm going to say the budget was about 14 million.
1: I'm going to shock you here. 30 million. Oh god. With a box office gross of 51.3.
0: Is that like worldwide?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to say it probably is, because, because this was a disaster.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm one of the only human beings on the earth who saw this in the theater.
0: Yeah, I because think you Because I do be. love Mortal Kombat. I mean... Cue the
1: theme. Oh, it make me laugh. <laughs> now the next questionnaire. This is the fun one. Okay. Last movie, we talked about the soundtrack how you know Like you said the soundtrack just shattered records on the and sold so many albums and it was like a it was like the video the video game soundtrack or the movie soundtrack for the video game movie is bigger than the movie itself right yes so my question is just for fun this is for fun can you guess any bands that are on the sequel soundtrack
0: okay All right, so
1: this is 1997,
0: so let's go with Hoobastank. No, Hoobastank is... Is Hoobastank in the 90s? Who the fuck is Hoobastank? (laughs) I don't even know who Hoobastank is. They're a hoob and they stink. That's for danger. Okay, Uh, Papa Roach. Uh,
1: Okay, well, I guess you need to think about this a little bit more because the soundtrack is, like, techno. And heavy metal. Oh,
0: yeah, okay, okay So it's here. not
1: Papa Roach, oh, it's more like. Uh, a... Prodigy? Oh, that's a good guess, but no, no uh, Prodigy.
0: Um, okay. What are those techno, techno babble.
1: One of these is gonna shock monkeys.
0: you. Wait, uh, not Dead Mouse.
1: Dead Mouse wasn't, I don't think
0: No, it was wasn't around back then. Uh, oh, oh, Chemical Brothers? No. No.
1: No. That I think they're more, uh. uh you got good guesses so far, but I mean, I, I think that you're not going heavy metal enough.
0: Well, we're not gonna say Anthrax. They they do have like a rap metal kind of vibe. You
1: you need to think of that metal jams. You remember that was that uh, Steve Dave or whatever the hell that is on SNL? That joke I love where they were like, uh, "Go come to the metal show." Thunder Underground Records is back.
0: What up, yo? I'm DJ Super Soap. and I'm Lil. Live- and in case you didn't notice, it's time for the most
1: dope-tastic holiday of the year,
0: Columbus, Columbus Day.
1: Day! Woo-hoo!
0: And what better way to celebrate than coming to this sweet-ass festival, yo!
1: Announcing the first-ever Columbus Day Ass Blast! We got performances from all the hottest underground rap and rock bands. These bands will give Queen Isabella olives! With performances by Spoink, MC Hammer Toe, Baby Nutsack, The Lesbian Forest, Yo Gabba Gabba, Crucifying Kudrow, and a very special acapella performance by Mrs. Potato Den. And you know we got some fresh ass special guests, y'all. You get to hang with the robot from Batteries Not Included. Party with the
0: cast of ABC's hit show, Dinosaurs.
1: Without the costumes. Or
0: just have group sex with the Kia gerbils. Damn. Worrying you won't be able to cheat on your girlfriend? You will. Cause the festival's gonna be crawling with three Hispanic prostitutes.
1: Institute. Nina and There's gonna be so
0: much dumb stuff to do. Oh God! All right, so uh, I, I, got I think you're
1: thrown in the towel on this question. I am because
0: I'm trying to think of the techno like thing, and that I was not ever, ever at any point into that. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Well, cool. the, I'll tell you the ones that I would have thought that you would have guessed, and that's Megadeth.
0: Oh shit! Ramstein. Yeah. Ramstein, yeah.
1: Um
0: Oh dang. <laughs>
1: KMFDM was the big old.
0: Oh okay I do yeah. know yes okay at the time. Yeah I would have never guessed that though. Okay. I, I would have never
1: And this is the one that's really odd, face to face.
0: Face to face was not on that soundtrack.
1: <laughs> They're on the soundtrack. I they love do a song called face-to-face. I Won't lie, lie Down, The Combat Mix.
0: Oh fuck, it's remixed. It's that's remixed. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't I'm even check catch this out that. Afterwards. I yeah. didn't even catch that. I must have been in like some kind of like stabby mentality where it just was like this movie is just trash. I got to get out of this somehow. How did I not pick that out? I love face to face. I know.
1: I, I, I honestly didn't even hear Megadeth in the score. I don't yeah. even know if I could pick up any of the score in this movie, except for the main theme by the Immortals, which in the last, movie, uh, in the last podcast we talked about being some of the members from Lords of Acid. Mm-hmm. They are called the Immortals, and they did the theme, um, the, so the main theme that everybody knows.
0: I didn't even say Lords of Acid, and we literally talked about it
1: when yeah, we watched yeah. this movie. <laughs> well, they're not, yeah, it's not them, though. It's only a couple oh. people from that band. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, some of the funny-ass names on this the soundtrack, I, I wanted this is why I wanted to play the game, because I was hoping you were going to come up with fake ones. Uh, Lunatic Calm. Oh. That, that's a good one. Oh my God. Lunatic Calm. Man Break.
0: Man Break. Okay.
1: Psycho Sonic.
0: I feel like I've heard of Psychosonic, but maybe and they, it's just...
1: I guess this band really likes Mortal Kombat because they use Ks instead of Cs, and even their oh. song in this movie is called panic control with case
0: oh okay well i feel like those bands are made up specifically for this movie
1: i love this you know i didn't know that buckethead was around this long but buckethead is uh was on both soundtracks
0: i think we had with george s clinton yes
1: yeah i think that's interesting i didn't know he was around but man that's mm-hmm. pretty neat like he, he is pretty great i like urban mm-hmm. voodoo oh i like that too the names <laughs> are great All right, so moving on from that. Um, So let's get into who worked on this film, because I think that's even more interesting now. So I got a little list here of crazy, crazy shit. Okay. Okay, so this was directed by John R. Leonetti. All right, he, uh, he doesn't direct another movie after this movie for nine years. He does Butterfly Effect 2.
0: Oh, I don't then, think we've even seen that one. No, we
1: not. We haven't. And then eight years after that, he makes another movie. Which was it? Annabelle. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Shut up. He likes. That's the one everybody doesn't like. Oh, everybody uh, oh. likes the other one. I think it's uh, a good director did that one. It's not Flanagan.
0: Um, Someone we it, like. Annabelle Comes Home? Is that the one you're talking about?
1: No, no, no. That's like the third one. Which a, I think it's called Origins. Oh, it's yeah. It's a sequel. Okay. It's like a prequel. That's but everybody true. likes that one a lot better. But, yeah, that was in 2014, and then he comes back and does Wish Upon in 2017. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He was a camera assistant and camera operator on good movies like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Weird Science, Poltergeist, Commando, This This is 40, and then bad movies like Action Jackson, Star Trek Insurrection, while also being a cinematographer on films like Insidious 1 and 2, Honey, I Know Who Killed Me, Spy Hard, and Joe Dirt.
0: Oh, man.
1: And also Mortal Kombat 1 is pretty much how he got this job. But this whole cast of people who worked on this cr- the crew on this movie pretty much had their hands in some of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Okay, going on for that is the film is um, by a story by producer Lawrence Kasnoff, Right, He produced all of the Mortal Kombat, everything Outside of the video games, he is responsible so for So,
0: like, it. even the shorts and the
1: everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's directed two things, and those two things. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> what, he directed what? Food Fight. Oh my freaking god. Yeah. Stop. And
1: he also directed the Mortal Kombat live tour. What? Yes. Yeah. We have to look into that soon.
0: They had a live tour. I to- didn't Wait, know about are this. We- Wait, ice skates. I, I don't know.
1: I'm just guessing. You know how everything's always on ice skates. Like turtles weren't like doing that.
0: How Remember that it? turtles
1: tour? There was some weird shit back in the day. I
0: mean, it would make sense if they were ice skaters because they could do those kicks and flips and stuff. That's so it does look like martial arts.
1: I wonder what it was. Like an American Gladiator okay.
0: tour. We have to look into this.
1: I have to look into it. But also, <laughs> the Mortal Kombat franchise. By the way, for this man, he produced. He's produced all of it. He made about five billion in profit
0: the live action mortal Kombat one he he started with that
1: Yep, yeah, and yeah. then
0: went on all the way to now
1: yeah he still do he still did the new one.
0: Oh my god yeah
1: he's been he's and we're had his talking hands in mortal Kombat outside of the video
0: games the new ones the new ones with you know the the, the newer uh, mortal Kombat movies
1: yes the the new one which we're gonna do next uh next week on the podcast okay. we'll do the brand new one and he also yeah he's also the producer in that but uh to even nail this even more, he's also the producer of T2 and True Lies.
0: Wow. And
1: that's great, right? Oh, so
0: he has a lot to do with Arnold because he did Commando, right? Isn't that him?
1: No, no. That was actually the um, the, director oh, the director of this film. This is the producer who also apparently oh. wrote the story for this or came up with the story. And then some other guys came in and wrote the story, God, uh, which is crazy. But now, because I, I gave this guy a lot of credit, except for saying that he's the director of Food Fight, which... Let's go on record here and say that's one of the worst painful things it, ever it made. It was
0: very painful. We watched it on Bad Movie Night. And it was terrible.
1: And since we already went on and say, you know, he produces all the Mortal Kombat stuff and has made a lot of money off of this franchise, and he's also the producer of T2 and True Lies, which are we both are going to admit they're great.
0: Oh, both are great fantastic. films.
1: Well, let's go back to saying how bad this guy is, because he's also produced Ghoulies Go to College, <laughs> A Gnome Named Norm class oh of 1999 and chud to bud the Chud.
0: okay i love bud the chud so how dare you sir <laughs> it's kind of bud fun it's chud. kind of fun
1: but you know it's not great <laughs> all right um, this is also uh, the cinematographer of this movie is also the cinematographer of a uh, cinematographer of another of our worst movies i've ever seen and that's the bad people
0: Oh, my God. This
1: guy is the cinematographer for that movie.
0: Nothing happened in that movie. It's terrible. And now
1: I'm going to ask you one last question because I love this answer, and I have to hear what you have to think about this. Okay. Because you opened up about saying it in the uh, opening here. Okay. Um, how many people have worked on the visual effects of this film?
0: Son of a bitch. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to go with, like, <laughs> um... Three?
1: I knew you were going to say that. And I'm going to blow your mind here and say 87 people. Okay. Were count. I counted in the visual effects plus three animation people.
0: No, it's just not possible. No, no. Yeah. There's no way what that 87 the human beings can be this bad at their job I, at once.
1: Well, so, yeah. I, I mean, this movie is insane. I wanted to basically tell everybody about the behind the story and who was working on this film to really nail... That some of these people have their hands in some of the worst shit I've ever watched. And it does come across screen here.
0: What about the actress playing Sindel? What else is she in?
1: I don't have that information. I do have the information of saying that other actors in this movie, and this is where it gets even more mind-blowing, is that the stunt doubles for this movie are some of the best stunt people out there today. And it is insane. It is insane. That this movie came out the way it did. I am gonna say this this is Ray Park's first film. Alright. Oh. Also, Tony Shaw ja is <sighs> the stunt double for Luke um Luke um Luke Kang in almost every scene. Uh that's insane.
0: Wow. Uh
1: yeah. Uh, also JJ Perry, who is a legendary stunt actor. He now he played Cyrax, Scorpion, Noob, and Baraka in this film. He is the director of the Day Shift with Jamie Foxx recently.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, um,
1: uh, if, if if anything from about that movie, it, it might not be good. The the special effects and the stunt stuff are fantastic in that film. It is, and I cannot believe that these guys all worked on well, this. film. can I
0: just ask you a question though? Isn't the actor playing Liu Kang? Isn't he actually a stuntman slash martial artist? Well, we're gonna
1: get into that. Yeah. So, so uh, why does this he have a This adult? set was a nightmare because. All right. Well, I guess I don't know if we should talk about the scenes in general. As we're going along and talk about what was happening behind the scenes, because they, this was chaos, pure chaos. They they didn't know what they were doing, and it, I don't think the That's people. That's pretty evident. Yeah, I don't think the people who were involved in the stunt stuff, they all these legendary people that I'm naming here, like Ray Park. I mean, it, it might be his first movie. He actually he's shorter. He was actually playing uh, like one of the uh, the reptiles and one of the uh, I guess you call them. Uh, I think they were called raptors in this movie. I don't know really why. Hmm. Uh, he's basically one of those guys. Um, there's a part in this movie where Raiden fights two guys. And one of them shorter. It's him.
0: Oh, um, And okay. it's also
1: going to be that J.J. Perry. I think they were all playing Barakas. Because mm-hmm. there's like a lot of this, the cotton soldiers in this. Not really yeah. calling them Baraka. But they are. And all these guys were playing these characters. Um, yeah. And let's just say this too. Because only two actors. Right. Cool. am i right here two actors come back and that's the actor who plays lu kang which is robin uh what's his name son wait, is uh, it
0: robin wait is it s-h-o-u i think it is s-h-o-u that's his name Then, yeah robin shu s-h-o-u okay. and
1: also the actress who plays katana
0: that's talisa soto
1: yes and a third person but not playing the same character. And that would be Keith Cook. He um, actually played a reptile in the first movie. He came in last moment and filmed that scene because people were saying there was not enough action. So they refilmed and they shot in the first movie and they put a reptile scene in. This time he's playing the new Sub-Zero, which mm-hmm. is a.k.a. Um, uh, Kuai Liang. Um, he's playing the uh, Sub-Zero's brother.
0: I have a question, though. You're talking about the stunt people?
1: This um, was actually the actor.
0: Yeah, but you, we were talking about the stunt people a second ago. Um, was there any noteworthy um, female stunt doubles? Because I didn't there was see a, a lot, lot of females in this movie.
1: I guess like, I guess there was um, a lot of people were covered up. It's it's uh, I didn't find out a lot of information. A lot of them didn't uh, pop out. Like it's the actress who's replacing uh, Sonia Blade mm-hmm. is a Swedish actress. Oh, and I I, I have not seen her in anything.
0: Well, she's very pretty
1: uh there's a bunch of people like that and then we have to also point out two of these actors in this movie are two of the american gladiators saber and malibu okay
0: i would have never even like known this unless you pointed it Uh, out and now when i find out malibu
1: is the is montaro it is so hard to unsee
0: i because we had just watched the american gladiators documentary yes there's a documentary
1: on netflix we just watched
0: yeah it was pretty interesting and um and then I would have never noticed it like if you told me oh that's a guy from American Gladiators if I had not watched that documentary it wouldn't you know you because it, it kind of jogged my memory a little mm-hmm. bit that was so long ago
1: exactly why but I wanted to watch it, it. Like yeah. holy
0: shit that is him and he has the most ridiculous lines of dialogue and he delivers them just as ridiculous
1: centaurs are known for the hunting prowess as your general I will personally hunt down every human soul and spare no one uh, I, I wonder and I couldn't find this information out I, I wanted to know if that was his real voice or if he was dubbed by someone else i
0: feel like he was using his voice but then they put some kind of enhancement over it
1: yeah because he's also talking through giant teeth that they put in like prosthetic teeth and i was wondering if this was actually the actor because i actually don't think he's acting terrible he's being directed badly and also he's in such a funny prosthetic suit that he's so it's so hard to look at but i mean Let's face facts. These two guys, and uh, we, what we saw was a lot of people were using steroids on American Gladders mm-hmm. and stuff like that. These guys are in amazing shape. Both actors look amazing. Yes. But... Uh,
0: um, the guy playing Jax was Saber on. from uh, American yeah, yeah, He was Saber, yeah. Yes,
1: he's ripped. They look great. But uh, they're actually not bad actors. It's just that they have a terrible script.
0: Yes, and I'm not going to lie to you. The actor playing Jax... Um, saber the character Uh, uh, yes the character character. of Jax was it was very obnoxious yeah
1: let's jump into the plot and like talk about that kind of stuff because uh this movie takes place right after the last one and um they of course because the first one was a huge success and it was the first Mm -hmm. video game movie that actually made money and they were like oh we're on to something so naturally they rushed that sucker right into production so this movie That movie ended, they forced a uh, cliffhanger on the end of the first movie, where uh, um, your favorite voiceover actor shows up as uh, basically Shao Kahn, which we should call um, really Dr. Claw from (laughs) Inspector Gadget.
0: I mean, it kind of sounded like him, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he showed up in the last one, forced in, and uh, of course all of our characters uh, were forced into a funny-ass dialogue scene to say, we're going to stand against you, and they all posed. And so this movie takes place right there. And, of course, because there's so much different here, because half the cast read the script and refused. Now, uh, Bridget Wilson, I believe she played Sonia, right? Yes. Uh, she um, read this sc- um, read the script, had a choice, decided she didn't want to do this movie because at the same time she was offered uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer as uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's sister. Yes, and she chose that instead,
0: which was a terrible choice because she literally. Had I wouldn't nothing have done
1: this do. movie. I would have done that movie over this movie.
0: But she had nothing to do in that movie. She
1: yeah, was just still the bitchy sister. It would have got her more publicity than this movie.
0: Though. I guess you're right.
1: I mean, I think everybody kind of knows who she is, but maybe it's because of the Latin, you know, the earlier movies that we've seen. Uh, the actor who played Johnny Cage. It,
0: his uh, name is Lyndon Ashby. Yes,
1: Lyndon Ashby. He also read the script and thought it was terrible and refused. Um, Christopher Lamber- Lambert, Lambert. He uh, also did not like the script and didn't come back. Although he's been really odd over the years saying that, oh, they have been planning to bring me back. He's been saying a lot of weird rumors that never came around and no one really knows if anything he's saying is true.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I don't know. E- even, like, besides all that, if it's not true or it's true, I felt his absence here.
1: Big time. Oh, big time. Because right in the beginning of this movie, the only two actors we see that we've known from the ending of the first movie are Liu Kang and Katana. Mm-hmm. Then we have the replacement actors. Now, uh, one of the replacement actors is, this is funny. I, I actually thought the guy playing Johnny um, Johnny Cage is Chris Conrad. He was in Airborne and the next Karate Kid
0: what? He's Who is he in the, and next, next, the next... girl and
1: the kid. Get out. Isn't he the guy that... Come, they're coming. Oh, you know, like, that's the one
0: Hillary Swankin. I don't remember. Yes.
1: Uh, I, I, I had to point that, that out. Cause he, cause, I blocked that one Yeah, and it's funny that he even did this for this... I guess they're like, just, hey, bring him in for this cameo. It's really strange. Um, and an actress, uh, uh, like I said before, a Swedish actress, uh, replaced...
0: Uh, Bridget Wilson. Bridget yeah. Wilson.
1: And um, even Odder is... Um, James Remar replaces Christopher Lambert as Raiden.
0: I gotta say, that's a really bad choice. It's a
1: really odd choice. It's, and you know what's funny? It's really bad. I really like James Remar, but man, is this a weird replacement.
0: I don't get anything coming off of him. Like, he doesn't emanate anything that... that- christopher lambert no you know it, i just get a different vibe i
1: think because christopher lambert is famous for playing the highlander he automatically brings this vibe to his role mm-hmm. as raiden where you feel like he's like godly or next level in mm-hmm. some way but james remar feels like it's just like your dad is oh my raiden.
0: god yes i i felt that too like it was like just he even like, had like a dad bod yeah and like they try to give him like
1: Oh, we'll get, we're going to get to His that okay. because we, we he, when we first see him, he's dressed exactly like Raiden was in the last movie mm-hmm. with the long white hair, completely unlike the Raiden of the video games. You know, I, I, I've always liked and I think that's been the running debate about the video games is that uh, he's been portrayed by a bunch of like white males. And I've always taken that to be like it's not that he's an Asian god. It's just that he's a god that might be fluid and you don't really know what nationality is and that's how i think a god should i love when tilda swinton plays like god characters because she you don't even know what she is yeah like when you see her as characters like when she did the ancient one oh yeah kind of worked for me because uh, yeah she's just she doesn't seem like she seems like yeah yeah, anti-gender she seems like anti-race like it's just i kind of love that and it's like in the between there uh, and I've always liked that about Raiden, uh, although Christopher Lambert's Raiden is the Highlander with long white well, hair. kind so, of is.
0: But you know what, though? There's just something about him, like his presence on screen. Yes,
1: that's that. I'm yeah, Absolutely.
0: Maybe it's because I am thinking like Highlander, but you know what? He just has a presence on screen. It's yeah. different than James Remar playing him. Oh, it's this different. is a
1: huge, huge difference. So Dad is now uh, Raiden. <laughs> and we we get a... St- like a, a ridiculous skybeam of of uh Shao Kahn. Now now even Shao Kahn is being replaced here. He is now replaced by Brian Thompson, famous for being the villain in Cobra. Uh, he's also been on the X Files. we everybody knows this guy without even knowing. Yeah, this you'll guy. you'll see
0: his face and uh, you'll just know him.
1: He is next level terrible oh in this God. film. I am to be feared, for if you fail me now. I will feed your rotting corpse to the worms. He's got dialogue that is completely <laughs> oh, dreadful, and this so movie bad. opens up very quick. And this is a thing in this movie. This is a theme. This movie doesn't want you to even think for a moment, so it's going to no. constantly bombard your senses mm-hmm. with ridiculous things.
0: Like ever since he he entered the screen, like he like he entered, you know, the movie. I noticed everything wrong about him. Everything. Oh. Like from not just his acting but even the outfit that they put him in, the costume. In his headpiece was like so flimsy. Every time he moved his head, the top that was supposed Jiggly. to be metal would jiggle. Yeah. I'm like, "Why?" He's got like a um
1: uh, um um what's that called? A warrior like it's um, um a shogun warrior. Yeah, suit. Yeah. It's like pieces of a shogun warrior's helmet and everything, but it his bald head is very round, and this thing is giant on it and jiggling, and it's yeah. got that. And sometimes they're like, hey, put the skeleton mask on him, and then other times they're like, no. Okay, but the I skeleton
0: can't. mask is so bad. It looks like dollar store shit.
1: That's the oddest thing because it's like they didn't know how to step up the video game into reality because it's, it's like... This is like a cosplayer convention version of the video games. (laughs) Yes. And while also being very kind of accurate, because at the time, there was like four video games. Maybe the fifth one uh, was out around this time. And with that all being said, the games really, their outfits didn't look great. I, I would say not even until the last blank amount of video games that the costumes started getting really elaborate and interesting. And there's that joke, I think we mentioned in the last one, that um, famously the guys who were creating the video games, uh, Ed Boon and uh, John Tobias and and Midway Games, they were all like, we got to stop with the palette swapping. So they were all, uh, basically they were taking a character and just changing the color and just saying it's a new character, Mm -hmm. giving it little things. And they, at this point in time, had tons and they actually tried to remove some of those characters from the third video game, and they added the second Sub-Zero with his mask off and a scar on his eye to try to change him up from just being a swap color. Mm-hmm. And I think Scorpion's not even in that game. And they, people got mad because those are the characters that people loved, and they were like, wait a minute, you guys were sick of the palette swapping. We got Molina and Katana. Now we have Jade and Tanya. We have uh, Sub-Zero, Smoke, uh, Scorpion, uh, everybody Reptile. They're all just palette swapped. Mm-hmm. And they're like, aren't you sick of this? And they're like, no. In fact, they went so far as to say, like, give us more. And this movie is like, we're going to do every one of those characters because we got to please the fans. So every character <laughs> up until this point shows up in this damn game. I
0: think I, I, I asked you. I said, wait, is that supposed to be sub-zero or is it supposed to be smoke or is Which it... one's and this? then it ended up being reptile and remember in the last movie <laughs> in the last movie you remember in the first movie where he attacked oh, he Luke Kang? no he's green he, it was dark and i couldn't tell oh. the color and i'm like wait he's wearing black and he was what also a lizard
1: a, li- a tiny lizard creature yes. went into a statue
0: and i forgot that he turns into a human man yeah. and so i was like wait what is happening Is that Sub Zero? He's gone dark. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone wears the same fucking costume. You actually
1: said, "Is this noob?" Because you thought, "Oh, that's right, it's
0: noob." Yeah, yeah, noob. That's what I said. Yeah. And um, and like, I was like, "This is so creepy." Like, why can't they get different costumes? Why does it have to be the same costume with a different color? It's it's stupid.
1: Yeah, and that that's something that's so funny is that the creators of the video game actually embraced every fan speculation. This is one of those franchises that. It has a rabid fan base, and the fan base will pick apart everything and come up with their own ideas. And sometimes they'll troll, like either troll those ideas, those ideas, or they will use them. And so they kept getting funnier and funnier because in the backgrounds of some of the games, you see a character and they're like, who's that? And so they'll come up with mythologies. They'll also come up with these mythologies that, because in the first Mortal Kombat, there was a secret character, which was Reptile. And you you had to do secret things to get him unlocked to fight him. And he was just the palette swap version of Scorpion. Mm-hmm. So uh, people just started, like, coming up with these ideas for those things. Oh, there's a guy in the background. He's a dark version. This guy's called Noob Zabot, which is the two creators' names backwards. Uh, there's a purple one. Oh, he's Purple Rain. So they started calling him Rain. <laughs> uh, there was one that's on fire. They're like, it's Blaze. All right, and so they, they just start. And you know what? What I love about this video game franchise is like, okay, cool. You guys like that. We're going to do it. And we're going to keep establishing these lores and these crazy things. And we're going to give in to what you guys come up with. Kind of love that. And I love that about the games. All that craziness, though, is really easy to do in a video game. But in a movie, this comes out like shit. So, yeah, right off the bat, to basically do this fandom. Not like the first one where they're like subtly doing fights and buildups and character reveals. Yeah. This movie's like fuck that! Right in the opening, like six characters jump out with Shao Kahn.
0: Yes, I was like, okay, well, I like the first one. Um, I like how it opened because right off the bat with the um, <laughs> acting, I don't remember the actor's name, but um, when he kills his Lu Kang's brother. That whole scene, I was like, okay, I'm in this because th- this is gonna be so over the oh, top. When Shang
1: Sung kills the
0: yeah, when Shang Sung kills the the brother, yeah, I was I-, I was so in love with that actor's yeah overacting because
1: the hamming kind of works.
0: It worked, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Here, no, <laughs> no, because right off the bat we get shout. Xiao- this is really funny too because the portal opens up from um. I, I, is it outworld or is it nether realm i don't really know here right? outworld. So it's outworld It's outworld, yes right? so outworld rips open and they just come into earth realm and lucan goes hey we won the tournament i thought that was going to shut the portal i thought we protected earth and then uh this is the best thing. Well, that doesn't The, the make any line sense. of dialogue to write this out. No, because if they lost the tournament, these tournaments have been happening for 10 tournaments in the first movie. That's what they say. Right. For 500 years,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's been a tournament. And they have shut down that portal or for the next blank amount of generations before the next tournament.
0: Yes, but in the last movie, the ending was that Shao Kahn came out of the sky. Yeah. And they all got into fight poses like they were ready for it.
1: Yes. And that's where Liu Kang is like, what we didn't see was Liu Kang saying, how is this possible? We won. And then the, oh, this is how they write this dialogue. Uh, Raiden just turns to him and goes, it's a gateway. And we <laughs> shut it. But gateways also open.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> and they go. And then Liu Kang actually goes, that doesn't even make sense.
0: <laughs> I thought I was victory. Close those portals. What closes can also
1: open again. What is that supposed to mean? Well, I think Sonya says. That. I think Sonya's like, "What does that even mean?"
0: They they completed they don't the even tournament know. so that they could close the portal. Yeah. And that's not. And and so they just said, "Well, fuck all that."
1: Fuck all that. <laughs> and then and then they go, "Raiden, what about the elder gods? There, that's who runs this tournament. They basically have this pact that this will happen. Why did they let this happen?" And he's like, "You know what? I don't know." I really don't know, and he's like, "But I protect Earth Realm. I am the God of Thunder, and I can protect Earth Realm." And so Shao Kahn now comes out of a statue that's blown up, and before his reveal, we get a bunch of lackeys, um, which in this mo- in this movie, his lackeys are like big wig characters from the video games. Right, yeah. we get. Ermac jumps out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a like a demon possessed uh, pallet swap of like Sub Zero, who can control or suck out souls like Shang Tsung, and is like demonic. Mm-hmm. He's super powerful in the video games. We get Montaro, who is actually a end boss in one of the video games, who is a horseman, played by um, Malibu, Malibu from American from, Gladiators. Yeah. Um he's got a ram head. He's completely naked. He's just got a, a body of a horse. Right? I just want
0: to see the making of A this
1: minotaur. Uh, yes. <laughs> we also have, I believe... I can't remember what other villain comes out here. But there's a couple of them. And then Sindel... Oh Well, first off, Shang Tsung walks out and does uh, some bad acting here. He mm-hmm. delivers some dialogue. And I think... And if I... I'm going to try to remember this. He says... Oh, I'm going to try to do my best acting here. Earth was uh- a... <laughs> Earth was created in six days and in six days it will be destroyed that
0: was very And good.
1: then humanity <laughs> will rest again
0: <laughs> You can't see him but his face is like purple like bright red. Th-
1: was that it? I think I got it. I don't I don't remember but I'm like, oh my god what? Shao Kahn, Emperor of Outworld. The Earth was created
0: in six days. So too shall it be destroyed.
1: And on the seventh day, mankind will rest in peace. That was and a good then, one. <laughs> then Sindel walks out.
0: in her god-awful leotard
1: Tana goes... Well, first we hear a scream. That doesn't even sound like a scream. It just seems like a shriek. And then Quintana sees Sindel walk up. And he goes, mother? And now Sindel says, and she goes, mother.
0: I thought you were dead. I thought
1: you were dead. Now deliver the line of dialogue that you've been waiting to say.
0: Too bad. You will die.
1: <laughs> and they just Quintana's face and she's like, huh. Okay, it's then. such
0: a bad line delivery. She like, puts
1: her hands on her hips and does the whole thing.
0: Too bad. you will die. Oh yeah, of oh, the whole thing. You it's... want
1: to talk about our outfit. okay, we're talking about the leotards and everything like that. It
0: looks like the 1980s like size leotard that you know it's like it's just, oh my god, it's like those those pants that David Lee Roth wore in in the 80s, you know. Those spandex, ridiculous pants—like that's what she had on—and there's no effort put into this outfit at this all. This
1: is 100% cosplay. This is—I'm gonna—I'm just gonna take a stab here. I don't know where it started, but I'm just gonna make my own lore. This is how cosplay started. This movie was <laughs> the first cosplay.
0: I feel yeah I feel you're right but I feel like if this movie had a what did you say 30 million dollar budget 30 okay, million dollars you can't spend 50 dollars on a freaking outfit I mean, because this thing was like from Kmart okay I, I'm
1: gonna say that people are gonna tell you that this was hard making these costumes
0: Jesus Christ it, it was so embarrassing like and she had camel toe
1: Yeah, it, it looks very painful in her crotch
0: yeah she's not even like comfortable in this thing
1: she looks very uncomfortable and the delivery of that line is iconic I think everybody is saying That this is some of the worst dialogue ever written Uh, Too bad you will die I don't even know if it's the worst line ever written It might be one of the worst deliveries of a line It's one of the
0: worst deliveries of a line of all time
1: It's almost like she is laughing at herself while saying
0: it I mean, I feel bad for this actress You know, I do Because this is, she's synonymous with trash line delivery Yeah. Jesus Christ, it was bad Yeah, but it's not even just her outfit that sucks in this movie; it's everybody's outfit. Like they just hadn't. Like where did the budget just go to the freaking terrible special effects? Because I, I, I literally, s- I have seen better special effects in like you know movies made with cell phones. I'm not kidding.
1: Well, yeah, I that, that that's true. I mean that. This movie does not seem like 97. This seems like a TV side like a USA up all night uh, production.
0: Oh my god. Which actually there was a
1: Mortal Kombat TV show that looks just like this film.
0: Like they did like a storm cloud when when they came out of the portal. They did like a storm cloud and they made a point to hone in on the clouds moving very fast and there were gray clouds. You remember this? Mm -hmm. And you can see Yes, you can see the line cut in. I can't even the, describe the placement
1: it. of uh, the the overlapped shots of special effects into the scenes on top of the film. Yeah, and you can see the green lining of where the light is coming through and like mm-hmm. and messing up the key it, and you
0: you can and you told me there's 87 people working the special effects department. i counted 87 people people are fucking fired okay they are awful they,
1: they know they know because what? we'll get to the end of the
0: film oh my god
1: um <laughs> one day we'll get to the end we're in the first five minutes
0: i'm sorry i have a lot to say
1: <laughs> uh, yeah and it's gonna get worse because we didn't even get to hamster balls yet um oh, jesus so uh I mean, here in this scene, like Raiden fights Shao Kahn, and he kicks Shao Kahn's ass. Yeah. Um, uh, but they like flee, and they 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 find out that the planet is being invaded from out world. And I think pe- by and when I say invasion, it's just like a li- um cloud in the sky that's ripping open, and people are just dropping out. You just see little people dropping out of it, mm-hmm. and then. The world is starting to change because the two realms are merging somehow. And so Raiden's telling them that they have to go onto this underground thing and split up, that Liu Kang, um, that uh, Sindel is coming for Katana. So he tells Katana and Liu Kang to split up. And he says, oh, and before this happens, by the way, the raid, the reason that the Shao Kahn is able to get away, and I, I, I dropped the lead here, Johnny Cage, he takes um, Sonya, and he's going to kill her. But Johnny Mm -hmm. Cage jumps in to protect her by doing his shadow kick from the video games, but is grabbed by Shao Kahn, and he's being threatened to be murdered if Raiden doesn't back up. Raiden backs up, and he still kills Johnny Cage. So Johnny Cage dies in the opening. I
0: think that was the, the biggest mistake of the movie, because at least if we had Johnny, even if it's not the original actor... yes. I feel like it would have added something he to would the have film. Been the,
1: he would have been like the voice of reason. He would have been yeah. the character that we would have gravitated toward. Because you can't, because Luke Kang, unfortunately, isn't interesting in this film. Uh, yeah. He basically, Raiden says that you, they have a mission now. That Sonya needs to go collect the Warriors of Earth, which is her teammate, Jax, who only had a brief uh, cameo in the opening of Mortal Kombat 1.
0: That was a different actor, right?
1: He passed away.
0: That's right. He, he
1: passed he, away. Well, they wanted another actor that was in um, American Ninja movies, but he passed away, and then they got oh, that God. actor, and then that actor passed away before this movie.
0: Jesus. Terrible.
1: Yeah, um, and then this American Gladiator actor comes in to play him. She is told that she has to go search for him. I believe, I believe Raiden goes with her to search for Jax because they've got to collect the Earthrealm warriors, but he tells Katana that he, he thinks that Sindel has been resurrected by Shao Kahn because the, myth, m- the mythology here, Isn't at that least his in the wife? movie. No. I um, mean,
0: not his wife. Okay. Katana's
1: mother and her father was an um, another. I believe his name was Jared. Yeah. They were um, the king and queen of um, Arthurnia, I believe. I think I'm going to butcher this a little bit. And in the, the mythology, she he was killed... By Shao Kahn. And Sindel was taken as his wife, forcing uh, Katana to be raised as Shao Kahn's daughter secretly. Okay. Without Katana knowing this. Mm -hmm. And then he made a sister for her as a clone of a Tarkatan blood, which is a Baraka, Mm -hmm. and of Katana's blood to make a perfect Katana. And that character's named Malina. And that's the mythology from the video game. And apparently Sindel had killed herself because she was being forced to be the the wife of the man who killed her husband. But then
0: how did Kitana get out of Outworld without Shao Kahn? Like, how did Shao Kahn allow her to escape from Outworld? How did
1: Uh, Kitana joined the tournament with Shang Tsung, who was working for uh, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn couldn't join the tournament, so he had to send his warriors as, like, Raiden had to send his warriors that's okay. why Raiden couldn't fight in the tournament either, because they're not—they're well, gods is a and god. not mortals.
0: Yeah, I get it. Okay. So
1: uh, they're kind of like—they're um, called. There's elder gods, which are the top tier, which are like gods that can't. They're like beings above, and then there's the gods who could walk Earth. The god of thunder, the god of wind, the god of fire, all that kind of stuff. Okay,
0: so when Sindel... This is
1: crazy. I know you know, yeah. I
0: have so, I have so many questions. But, like, so when Sindel, uh, she killed herself.
1: And, Apparently she killed herself.
0: Okay, so she killed herself and left her kid to rot in Outworld with, the, like, this fucking demon. Okay, fine. Whatever. was wrong with you, Sindel? The but moral, anyway...
1: The Mortal Kombat uh, mythology itself, the video games, is convoluted in this area
0: well. When as well. she gets resurrected why does she hate her daughter
1: so she's when she's resurrected um when they resurrect the dead they use uh there's a couple characters they don't say here who resurrected her i don't believe they do but uh usually when they resurrect these people they come back as demonic forms because like it's scorpion,
0: like scorpion right
1: yes he comes back with in enra- he's enraged Uh hmm. she comes back this happens in one of the video games. I believe it's nine. They say that she was resurrected and she kills like all of the heroes in the video game. It's insane. Uh, she comes back as an evil version of herself, but we find out that she was always a bad guy and she actually killed her husband. Yeah,
0: but she didn't. She killed her husband. Yeah, you told me that That's, before. Uh, That's
1: a A lot of people don't like that mythology and a lot of people kind of enjoy that but
0: mythology. But why does she hate? Why does she. I mean, her so she's coming didn't back as an evil
1: slave, just like Scorpion, where she's being told. That she's like a, a bad guy. So she's come back as her evil self. In the games, they kind of call these characters revenants. I don't; They don't go into the here. This movie's too stupid for that. So <laughs> uh, there's no actual mythology that makes sense here. They're just saying that she was resurrected. She's his wife. And she wants to capture Katana at all, all means possible. I don't even know why. why. Apparently, Katana is the key in this movie. But I don't really understand any of this.
0: Okay, so we know that okay so johnny cage gets killed
1: johnny cage is instantly and killed they they split up uh shao Kahn's invading her? the earth and they leave to invade all of earth realm raiden um brings the three of these characters who have survived who Wait. are in grief for seeing johnny cage get killed they're in grief for like they're in mourning for like a couple minutes maybe
0: about 30 seconds they forget
1: very quickly
0: they're fine yeah
1: um so
0: now, we're, Raiden brings them
1: have... to an underground passage because Shao Kahn was beat by Raiden very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shao Kahn kind of puts his tail between his legs and runs off with his minions while invading Earthrealm and letting Earthrealm be mixed in without realm. And everything's becoming distorted. The temples are starting to change. We see fam- famous landmarks start morphing into like a hellscape. Mm-hmm. And Basically, Raiden leads them down to an underground passageway where he has a specific system of transportation that I can only describe as hamster balls. <laughs> and he tells these guys to get inside the hamster balls and split up. He says, uh, "So, Sonya, come with me. And the way to travel in these devices is you stand up and put your hands into two sl- Bars to hold on to mm-hmm. face each other like you're gonna make out mm-hmm. and then you roll into each other so we get to see raiden basically james remar put his face into sonya's chest
0: yeah that was funny
1: <laughs> and then katana and luke kane do it and they are like they have chemistry
0: i they're mean we just, already they're know trying that. to hook up but they've only just met like five minutes ago
1: yeah he tells them that go search out um night wolf there's a a godlike character, uh, a godlike uh, being who could help them learn how to hone their skills to fight Shao Kahn. And his name is Nightwolf. The, the, go search him out. Go take that hamster ball in that direction. Apparently it's going to go near him. And we're going to go and look for Jax because he's an Earthrealm hero. And I know he has potential. Although I didn't bring him along the first time. In fact, I didn't bring any of you along. That was Shao's, um, Shang Tsung who mm-hmm. basically killed himself yeah that, that was odd that's an odd thing but yeah this movie oh, now weird. he's like you what? know what i got a lot of uh earth realm heroes we can mm-hmm. pick up so they split up now luke uh, luke hang and katana end up at a spot and get attacked by i believe the robot cyrax cyrax is oh, in yeah. this movie he looks so There's, ridiculous he's uh, wearing um sports equipment as his body <laughs> yeah. is. He's supposed to be a robot and in the video games, this was a human who turned himself into cybernetic to perfect himself.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't have that at all in this. Like, there's no human elements yeah. left of this thing. Yeah, he's, he's,
1: they're com- they become complete slaves for Shao Kahn. He looks like the,
0: Chappie. The Usually
1: it's a Quan Chi and stuff like that. Do you remember
0: Chappie?
1: Chappie. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and his twin brother, a palette swap version here, is not in this film, which is weird. But I believe, I don't even know if uh, Cyrex is the one shows up. Actually, it's Cyber Smoke. Smoke apparently is dead in this world, and Smoke is now a robot. But how come he's yellow? No, I I, got that mixed up. He he... actually attacks Jax. I forgot. Yeah, I mixed them up. But yeah, Cyber Smoke shows up and fights them, and they are saved. They're getting their asses kicked, but they're saved by Sub-Zero, who shows up uh, maskless and has a scar on his face, and he shows up to help them, and it turns out that he is not Sub-Zero that we saw in the first movie because Liu Kang killed him. Uh, Liu Kang says, I killed you. And he says, oh, that was my brother. He was uh, taken under control from um, Shang Tsung. And he was in just like he, he wasn't in control. And I basically don't blame you, but I am follow- trying to find the person who did this to him. And I need to sh- stop Shao Kahn because they're the ones that enslaved him. And I want revenge for him. I'm his brother, uh, Khoai Liang. Um, so he's like, I'm going to help you. And he's like, Katana's the key. We have to save her because they're hunting her. I don't know how he knows all this. Yeah, and I how? don't know why Raiden doesn't tell them, hey, this Sub-Zero guy can help us. Right?
0: Raiden is completely useless. Yeah.
1: So they have a big battle and with uh, Smoke. But before they, when they finally win, that's when Scorpion shows up. Now Scorpion is resurrected again to kill Sub-Zero. We're not told why he's hunting the Sub-Zero when the other Sub-Zero is the one that's already dead and why he's even back Uh, He was enslaved. If anything, he should be after Shao Kahn as well because they enslaved him in the first movie. So instead, he just attacks Sub-Zero. Now, anybody who's ever played the games knows that he just thinks that this is the first Sub-Zero still, the one that killed his family. Mm -hmm. So he would attack him. But he's maskless and doesn't even look like the first Sub-Zero at all. And he doesn't even ask questions. He just attacks randomly. Mm -hmm. Get over here, the whole friggin' thing. And they have (laughs) a fight in what's supposed to be ice, but it's salt.
0: Oh my god! Well, it it doesn't even. Yeah. They didn't even try. It's like, just so set cheesy. Pieces, I mean, I mean, it's like between the special effects and the freaking set designers, I mean, I I feel like these people. You had one freaking job. You had one what job. Is wrong with you?
1: Now I'll give this movie this one credit. I'm gonna give this one movie one credit. It it just throws everything at you, and you're like, oh, what? Who? Oh.
0: Oh, there's a lot happening. Like you don't oh, ever an, have insane. a moment of rest. Yeah. But like, it it's just it kind of also like when you you have to focus on like the fight scenes and and not what's going on around the the fighters. Like when you do in the game, because when I'm not going to lie to you, when I when I watch you play Mortal Kombat, I look in the background because the background set pieces are so beautiful in the game that I just I always find different things to yeah. like look at in in this these movies the set is literally made out of paper mache it there's nothing i can't yeah, take and it
1: characters I, move like they're on wires Yeah, so you, but it you have it doesn't to, feel real at all no and yeah.
0: like the way they flip around and stuff like you can tell they're on one of those like trapeze things, yeah. like you know cirque du soleil and um I, I, but you have to focus on the humans and not the background because you'll just laugh like you feel like you're you're just watching some bubblegum like piece of crap sci-fi movie. Yeah. It the the set pieces are trash.
1: And the fights happen so quick and they feel like we said cosplayer they feel like they're being made on YouTube.
0: Yeah. It doesn't
1: really feel and that's down to the people on YouTube. I actually think they're better. Um here it just it doesn't feel like it it doesn't feel real and the fights feel so and they're coming without any, like, understanding of who these characters are and what's happening. So nothing has weight to it, and it feels really dumb. Mm-hmm. It virtually feels like you're just playing the video game. Mm-hmm. But in the video game, at least I know I'm in control of a character, and, I, and I'm just doing it for fun. And if I want, there's a story mode I can also play. These games didn't have it until later, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Here, none of that matters. So it doesn't matter what happens in each scene. They're just basically moving the characters like chess pieces, mm-hmm. moving them on, moving them on. And what happens here is that they're able to dispatch um, Scorpion somehow. and But at the same time, uh, Smoke is able to kidnap Katana, who can't fend for herself and okay, she so just leaves
0: katana is suddenly helpless like she's like the damsel in distress
1: i think she has her fans and you made fun of them because at first yes. she's fighting with this giant thick thing
0: yes but she's a damsel in distress because she literally has these oh my god they're oversized ridiculous fans they look they look like the game, like like aluminum foil like like that um but she literally does nothing with them yeah. like there's she just whips them she out She poses
1: with them and she looks Pretty. that's and it that's about it well
0: yeah, she's very beautiful but like there's no like flipping them around or fighting with them it, it, it's just like yeah she's just holding them and they look like uh like tinfoil it's terrible there was no action scenes with her that were even worthy of looking at yeah it, it was a shame
1: and i think that uh before she gets taken i think that her and luke kang have a moment where they kiss
0: they almost do they get interrupted
1: I actually thought they kissed no, here.
0: they get interrupted because what's-his-face comes out of the the portal and, and like, stops them. And, and they're, like, you know, taken aback by it.
1: Uh, that's in the opening, right, Michelle Khan.
0: No, when, when they're about to kiss when they're in that tunnel. In the
1: tunnel. Really? Because I think... I feel like they kiss because he's fully invested in and they're, like, together. And they actually, like, share, like, I'm, I'm going to protect you. I won't let anything happen. You know, we're together kind of a thing. Yeah. Because... That's a thing where they're together. They're into each other. Yeah, they're definitely committed to it. And which is odd. He's she's also like a thousand years old.
0: <laughs> no, no, excuse me. She's ten thousand years old. They oh, said it in 10, the ten thousand years yes. old. ten thousand. Remember, I made a joke to you about it in the first movie when we watched it. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So she gets taken by smoke, and they turn around. Sub Zero and him and Liu Kang. They see that she has been. She they lost. They basically. She, she has been taken. They, they lost their mission. And Sub-Zero just goes, I'm out. And just leaves the movie. He yeah. basically says, oh, we, we failed. And he leaves.
0: Yeah, he just like, Why okay, i Why would I'm he done.
1: help Liu Kang now go on and try to find out a way to save her? Because he knows how important this is. Yeah. Instead, he just gives up and leaves the movie. And Liu Kang just gets in a hamster uh, travels on. And we basically watch him go through a desert.
0: Yeah, okay, that's a thing that I was like, wait a minute, he's in a desert, where is he walking to?
1: He's randomly walking, and that's the where? thing in this movie, people randomly walk then, until they find what they need to find by accident.
0: Exactly, but I realized that we know why he's in the desert, because he's on a mission to find
1: Nightwolf. Well, yeah, but how does he even know? He just knew to take this hamster ball to this area and then trek on, but he doesn't know where to go from here. It's not like he was given a map.
0: No, he's just, just wandering about. Yeah.
1: So he just, and he's not even them, he's just him. And he walks around like uh, Jim Morrison and Wayne in uh, Wayne's World 2. Hey, how do I get back? Follow the weird naked Indian. Cool. Wake up. He's just <laughs> following nothing. Yeah. And he does, he wanders upon a camp and gets attacked by a wolf. And the wolf transforms into Nightwolf. Okay,
0: can I just make a statement about Nightwolf?
1: <laughs> he looks exactly like his he character.
0: does. Yeah. And I will say this. It, 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 was a, it was a drink of water. Yeah. <laughs> it he's, was a breath of fresh
1: air. <laughs> he's played by an actor who's in a lot of movies called... His name is Lightfoot. Mm-hmm. That's the actor's name. Uh, he's uh, in a lot of stuff we've seen. And uh, he's perfect. Uh, yes. Originally, they wanted him to wear a Stone Temple Pilots t-shirt. And have a completely different look and they went no we should do exactly like the game He looks like and he game. looks perfect
0: and and you know what i will say out of out of both movies so in one and two that we watched he's the one that looks the best to me out of everybody I out think, of everyone I think
1: they nailed a lot of johnny cage stuff like i actually like the way he looks like he's in that shirt he's like he still looks like an actor and he does the glasses. I think I like it a lot. And I actually think Liu Kang is great.
0: Well, yeah, Liu Kang is also... Like, he never wears
1: the outfit, but he looked great.
0: Yeah, he's my favorite, I think, Liu Kang, um, in the movies. But, yeah, and Johnny, too. But, like, we don't have Johnny in this one. So, But I will say that, like, of all the characters and the way they look, I think that they did Nightwolf good. I, I liked it. I mean, Yeah,
1: because Scorpion and Sub-Zero...
0: No, they're wearing the same I, freaking I, I, outfit. I kind of like
1: what they look like in the first one a little bit, but here... You can tell that it's like plat, like a stuffing with like a pulled over like <laughs> tights over the stuffing it's, to make it's it a look
0: leotard. Like a- yes, it's a- a- They're wearing leotard. What is it
1: called? Lycra or whatever. They it's pull spandex. it. Open, spandex. Yes. Yeah, it look. You can see it in every it's shot. Terrible. It just doesn't look good at no. all. It looks very, and I can see why they did it. They had to pad these stunt guys. Mm-hmm. I-, I heard the guys wearing the robot suits, the um Cyrax And Cyber Smoke, they they said they couldn't even see. Uh, The actor, uh, J.J. Perry, I believe, Mm -hmm. the stunt guy, uh, he he said he got hurt because he he couldn't even... There was no visibility. You
0: can look at that and and realize there's no way to see. Well, Liu Kang is in the desert now, right? So he meets...
1: He finds a nightwolf night wolf, wolf? Who, who turns into a wolf in terrible morphing CG. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, all the CG in this is actually
1: dreadful. this. This might be the best special effect, and that's that's saying a lot.
0: I know you're it, right. This
1: might be the best one because it actually looks kind of fun of I mean, seeing his bad transformation it
0: looks decent you know why because it happens really quickly yeah like he turns from the wolf into a human really quickly. but
1: on this show like this show one shot he's got a giant wolf head and the wolf is a small creature <laughs> compared to a human so why he has a giant wolf head is beyond <laughs> oh. me um you think he would be a human-sized wolf yeah like a werewolf and uh Luke hank says you can transform and he goes that's my and anim- my my animality okay
0: first of all i hate that word <laughs>
1: It doesn't even make sense because an animality is like a take on a fatality, which means that it's an animal form of killing somebody in the video games. So they're calling an animality a transformation into a creature.
0: Okay, but this is what bothers me. Didn't Ed Boon have something to do with this? Or didn't he at least have to um, like agree with all this? Ed Boon this?
1: and John Tobias have said in all of their career, this was the worst experience I've ever had working Jesus on something Christ. in Mortal Kombat they said this was this was horrible well
0: i'm sure they didn't have any trouble cashing the checks i
1: i but... can't imagine that was much um but yeah i mean just to take their rights of that whatever Jeez. and also they use ed boone's voice because he did he does scorpion's voice yeah and so again we've got get over here get back here you know that kind of <laughs> stuff you <know>?
0: come here <laughs>
1: fuck off
0: Um, (laughs) i wish i wish someone would
1: have said toasty at least once oh man to make that reference or i can't remember that person
0: the animality
1: the animality (laughs) so uh, it doesn't even make sense he just calls a transformation in animality it's my animality and i can turn into a wolf because my name is night wolf you get it um he looks great but this actor doesn't have much to do and he says you have to practice turning into your you have to find your animality you have yeah. to find, you got to find your center, so whatever the whole it
0: is. reason that Raiden sent him to find Nightwolf was so that Nightwolf can say, it's up to you, Liu Kang, you need to find your animality. Yeah,
1: that stupid <laughs> thing that they go, it's inside you all along, Lu Kang. And you know what? I don't care what's going to happen to Earthrealm. I'm out. And he leaves the movie <laughs> he too.
0: He leaves the movie.
1: Yeah. I'm and, like, what? <laughs> and even more odd is that I think it snows in the desert and he's like there shivering until a really skinny almost naked woman shows up yeah. and sits oh my sits on him and starts almost blowing on his fingers like sexual as hell
0: yes yeah, so she's like half naked yeah. she's got a she
1: looks like a like a a tribal character you've seen in any old movie yeah just like a loincloth loin going cloth, across her yeah.
0: boobies and like and then like across her bottoms and stuff and so and then all of a sudden like yeah, she's blowing
1: on him. She's like, <laughs> not up not on blowing
0: him, him but blowing. No,
1: blowing. blowing, on his fingers <laughs> with her mouth like wide open while giving him sex eyes, and she gets right up on his mouth virtually. Yeah, and she's like, "Let's, basically, let's do it." And he's like, "Oh, my heart belongs to another. I can't. My heart belongs to another." And she's like, "Son of a bitch."
0: And then so she transforms into Jade.
1: Yeah, but she says uh, she's here to help.
0: Yeah, so she tells test. she tells Liu Kang yeah, it was a test. It's she's hard. She's here to help. She has to help find Katana. And she's wearing also another Leotard. It looks freaking terrible. The yeah, it, it looks bad. So it,
1: she, bad. This actress actually loved playing this character. I mean, love this character. There's so many so much information out there of her talking about it, like going, Oh my god, it was so great. I loved it i loved it i'm so happy about doing it although she really doesn't do anything
0: i mean not really she does she actually does have a, a little fight scene
1: with the uh, staff I think.
0: yeah well. she does she has a little scene for herself like yeah. she fights um but so after
1: she tells him like i know the way where i know where she, Katana's being held and i'm going to bring you there I, i've become to make sure you're the worthy and then we i'll help you and they go but we all we cut back and forth as a lot here we cut back to Sonya and Raiden finding a base where uh, Jax is supposed to be. It's like their military base, but it's yeah. in the middle of a desert as well.
0: Yeah. And
1: it looks like shit's gone down because the invasion's happening. And this is where Raiden just goes, okay, you go in there and find Jax. I'll see you later. I got to do some other things.
0: I know. He just leaves. Uh, oh, okay. Who knows who's in there, yeah. bad guys or whatever. He just leaves her, and then she finds Jax on a, on a slab. He's not dead, but... He has these... Okay, the actor is very fit. This is the guy from uh Turbo or whatever from Saber. Saber from American The American Gladiators. Gladiators. Yeah. But like he's very fit, but he has these comical arms. I they know these sub- They look
1: terrible.
0: No, but they are comical. He, he, we know Jack's in the game like he he has those arms. They're like bionic yeah. implants or whatever. Right? Yes. And so
1: in the he's... games it's a, a... Uh, implied that he has had his arms ripped off, and they there's a couple of mythology things there. He's had them ripped off and replaced by cybernetic arms,
0: yes. But okay, so we've we see him laying there, and Sonya's like, Oh, you know, these metal shackles, you, you're how do I get you out of here? I need to find a tool, and he goes, Or I could just do this, er, er. and he lifts his arms up and breaks the freaking shackles, yeah. Okay, so. Let me ask you this. Why Why are you still laying there? If you could have always gotten out of this, you could have done it when they put you in it. I think he was just taking a nap.
1: But shit shit went down around him apparently and he never woke up
0: i mean but so she walks in the room sonia and she's like oh hey Jax, what up she might have hit some
1: keys on a computer that is apparently had him sleeping and then it like woke him up i I think that's maybe what happened in the scene. there was
0: nothing she might
1: have just put up
0: like a freaking head thing on or nothing like that like a well he had
1: all things on his chest because i couldn't stop staring at this actor he didn't seem like he had nipples i couldn't stop staring at it like i was like where's his nipples Oh my God! Just it was really funny. odd, areolas. I wasn't,
0: I wasn't looking for nipples. I, I, was, I was looking I at his looking. arms, and I'm like, "Okay, it, dude, you could have gotten out of this the whole time."
1: My favorite thing, though, is he takes his jacket and he just rips the sleeves off and puts his jacket on.
0: Yeah, but then we find we find him later in a scene where the jacket is literally like nice and ribs. hemmed. Yeah. There's, no fraying. There's it, no fraying. It's just a vest. Like they didn't even care. Yeah. Then, this isn't a Vin
1: Diesel shirt.
0: The, the costumes. <laughs> but the the costumes in this movie constantly change change. yeah constantly it's so bizarre like it's so obvious poor
1: sonia is always wearing a white uh wife beater Mm -hmm. a, a white wife beater and shorts like high shorts and even when she's fighting in mud even when she's fighting in sand or blowing up or there's smoke bombs going off She's always perfectly in white clothes. Yeah, and she, and she's this. She's a tide ad.
0: She's yeah, looked, she, she looks is. like a
1: tie. Like th- they, they should have just used this. though, like I mean, they even Sonia have. Blade uses. Tetanide.
0: Yeah, because she gets in that mud scene, that mud fight. She
1: scene, gets in a mud fight right after this. And, yeah.
0: And she's like completely. She's like, oh, I gotta find a river to wash up.
1: Well, damn
0: that that Never, was, was must have been like the length the uh, Lake of Minnetonka, or whatever, because the healing waters <laughs> the healing of Wars. Lake Minnetonka. Because that shit was I'm talking about bleached clean. There was not a speck of dirt on that tank top. Yeah,
1: well, they get attacked wow. by uh, the robot cyrax and. Uh, They have a fight with him. Uh, He's known as the mustard version of the robots. There's a mustard and ketchup, Mm -hmm. and ketchup's not in this. Uh, That would be Sector. And Cyrax is the only one here, and they fight him, and they beat him. And then these two characters go off. But I will point out that Jax is obnoxious. He's the character in all these movies, especially in the 90s. He's the, what I would call... And I think it's terrible writing, and I don't think a lot of people point this out, but it's like black comic relief, mm-hmm. and it feels very stereotypical, and I I, I hate it yeah. usually. There's a lot of this, and people don't mention it enough, like how how embarrassing that is for that for those actors to have to play oh i have to be the one that's always mouthing off and saying like i can't take this shit and yeah. i have a one-liner all the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of, it sucks
0: yeah see he didn't have any dialogue in this movie what he had was just a bunch of one-liners
1: yeah they just they didn't know how to write him as a strong character they just wrote him as a trash talking asshole
0: yeah he was an asshole yeah.
1: and, he and, was. and it and it sucks I, I was waiting for them any moment to say he was going to start rapping or have a giant gold chain oh to make him god. even more stereotypical.
0: Like it was just such a cliche. In, in the
1: video game Jax is like the baddest motherfucker around. Like yeah. he's always ready to help and Sonya is like his best friend. Mm-hmm. In this they seem like they've never been friends.
0: Oh my god, they yeah, they seem like they're they're just they, you know, acquaintances like, uh, yeah, I knew you from high school" type deal like yeah. they just there's no like connection that i felt None. like they cared about each other not at
1: all he in fact right after the sequence he literally just leaves her and starts walking away and she's like fuck it i'm going to save earth and he's like i don't got time for this shit and like what saving like, earth saving you don't got time like, for saving earth uh, you're a military person
0: yeah and you literally live on job. earth like what is it was yeah. shao just- be
1: please shao what i'll take home boy yo i take it this ain't something we can talk
0: about Guess what?
1: so yeah they they basically split up but uh they are attacked because everybody always knows where these characters are and they are attacked but melina jumps out and melina jumps out and uh you were talking about this. You were expecting, like, the mouth and the monster thing.
0: Well, they we kind life. of have at least given us something. Yeah. I mean, I even had to ask just you. Just has
1: size, and it's just a woman in a, a loincloth as well. Yeah. And she's easily beaten. I think that she's actually beating Sonya until Jax comes back.
0: Yeah, Jax actually steps in.
1: Or does, um, because I think that at this point they run into Liu Kang and...
0: Yeah, but Luke Kang doesn't do anything. Right? Oh, you know what? Jade does Jade have like a help. little bit of...
1: And I think they get attacked by a bunch of warriors. Yeah. These guys in just these black masks or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think they fight all together and they help each other out. Uh, at The same time, we also get clips of the bad guys. And there's a bad guy who's telling them that they already killed two Earthrealm warriors. Well, he just randomly says that he killed Cabal... And Striker.
0: Yeah, but we don't see it. It
1: never happens on a screen. It, and the guy who's seeing it is Rain. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Shao Kahn's mad at this. So he takes his hammer and hits him into a fire and kills him. Mm-hmm. And then says, I'm going to make a new cap- my new captain now that Rain's gone. And uh, Mataro and Ermac are like, we want the job. And he's like, mm, I'm going to give it to Sindel. Fuck you two. And mm-hmm. they're like, meh. <laughs> so They all hate each other. I don't really understand these characters' plots. Yeah, well, they're
0: all bad guys anyway.
1: Yeah, it, it's so bizarre. Uh, Sindel is now the captain of the army, although she's a resurrected dead person. I yes, don't really understand any he... of this. She's not a zombie. She just seems like a normal person who's but just pissed off.
0: doesn't Shao Kahn promise that he'll give her her soul back or something? Does he? I thought he Why would he she didn't... even want that? So she can be with her daughter again.
1: No, because she goes in there and because then her she'll daughter be
0: no, yes, no. She does she she says he promised her that she was gonna be get get her soul back because um she was like a different version of herself and she wanted to be with her be her old self again so she can be with her daughter. I That's thought it I thought. had
1: something to do with killing Atana.
0: Well, yes, because when she was resurrected, she was resurrected as evil.
1: No, I know, but I thought their mm-hmm. plot here was to take Katana for a certain kind of ritual of some sort. Because she's put in a cage, and they say that she's the key.
0: This is what I asked you when we were watching the movie. I was like, "Wait, why are they keeping her there? Like, why? Are, what is what is the reasoning to put her in this cage?" I'm
1: sure it was said here, but I was blank uh, on this film. There were so many things, like it's just so stupid. Unless
0: they had to kill Katana so they can restore Sindel's soul. Uh, Who the
1: fuck? No, and why would why would she even want? Because she was a good guy, so she would go back to being a good, good, that's, good person. That's true. Yeah, so I don't know why she would want her soul. Why would uh, Shang Ts- uh, what Shao Khan even say that? And there's a really funny scene where he offers her a drink of wine, Katana, and she takes them and she spits it all over him.
0: Yeah, well, they had he, to promise Sindel something. Brian Brian I mean,
1: Thompson's like, mm.
0: that's so gross.
1: He just looks.
0: I can't stand spitting. It's
1: so great, by the way. But, yeah, and also to to get more of this, uh, Raiden has gone to the Elder Gods and asked them, what the fuck is going on? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. And uh, the Elder Gods are like, uh, basically, it's just like a water, moving water, moving fire and wind. And they're just like, uh, yeah, this is some shit, but... uh, it's gotta happen and there's nothing we could do about it and you know what you should give up your mortal soul you should give your immortal soul up and become mortal to help the immortals yeah and is that something you're willing to do and he goes huh right <laughs> okay and we also get a really weird interaction where we find out why shao khan is doing what he's doing his father is a cloaked man. Looks like he walked out of that He-Man live action film. Like mm-hmm. this, like the same cape that was like passed over from Skeletor in that film. <laughs> is on this guy. And apparently this is Shinnok. And Shinnok is also like Raiden. He's a like, god. He's,
0: isn't he Raiden's brother?
1: We find out that Shinnok is Raiden's father. Oh, father.
0: father. And
1: also Shao Kahn is Raiden's brother.
0: Okay, Shao Kahn. <laughs> and that oh,
1: Shinnok is like, did you kill your brother? and he's like no and he's like you're weak you know you need to kill your you need to kill Raiden he's in our way it's like Ugh, i'll get to it you know <laughs> and, and uh so now all the characters have converged onto this one spot and the world's going like this shit and they're filming at a really cool location it's like that the um those rocks i don't know where this is but the the rocks are all carved and there's like homes in the rocks it's like old ancient i think that was used in uh temple um indiana jones are and we, last crusade are you as saying well? this
0: is an actual location and it's not an actual, a set piece that's an actual location
1: that's wow. like you know what last crusade where they're at that same place yes I, it, I think it's the same place i don't know it doesn't look bad i think it looks pretty good unless it's like crazy horse or something because hmm. crazy horse is like that too right yeah where it's it like carved into the wall like the rocks like the old ancient. i have to look life. into the it doesn't location. matter so we're gonna move on
0: yeah
1: Um uh, they all converge they all get together and they're at that place, and they're like, where where do we go from here? And, of course, the whole time, uh, Jax is hitting on Jade. Um, so no one trusts each other. And that's when a man jumps out of a thing in front of them, and it's Raiden. Now looking like he's a member of Smash Mouth. He's got bleached tips. His hair is bleached blonde
0: It's cut short
1: He's got a no shirt on With an open vest that has oh. no sleeves <laughs> And it's James Remar And he's like
0: It's oh my, my new look,
1: do you like it? Oh
0: my god, no And no one
1: answers him No, we like, don't mm, like it we I don't, don't know about this
0: oh my All god. he needed
1: was like a barbed wire tattoo And like a heart on his chest Jesus, or something so Just a nail how ridiculous this looks And he's like "I, um, I'm with you guys now I'm gonna help you and we have to go, we have to go into uh, Outworld. So I'm going to make a portal. And apparently Shao Kahn and his army have ro- rode up on horses and they're like, oh, oh, Sindel, kill them. And she starts screaming and she starts making an avalanche. But really what they wanted was for them to jump in this portal because mm-hmm. it was a trap. They're like, ah, oh, it worked. They all went in the portal and now they're out there in Outworld. And like, that's what we wanted all along. Yeah.
0: Well, Sindel's scream, might I add, is the most god-awful, ear-piercing, terrible thing. And she does it more than once on the screen.
1: Yeah, and the actress has to hold her mouth oh, open like a woman God. in scr- um, Swim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer Field. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, man. They jump in this portal, and they're in Outworld. And this basically leads them into fighting a bunch of characters that we haven't seen in the games yet. And each no, character they, fights them all.
0: They're just like... Um, they're all dressed the same, right?
1: I think uh, Liu Kang and Katana fight I think they go and find Katana and they free her somehow. And it's like this was their plan to lead them all here, but then they also kind of fail because Katana is freed and they fight Barakas, like a bunch of Baraka characters. But
0: doesn't doesn't Shao Kahn kill Jade at that point because
1: So what happens is we find out that uh they get attacked by Sindel or mm-hmm. something and basically it comes out that uh jade was a bad guy and luke kang's like you're gonna die for this yeah. and jade's like oh shit maybe maybe you're right and she sneaks off and the next scene she gets killed by shao Kahn picking her up and a statue comes alive and it looks like the worst cg you can imagine and it eats her and it eats her and then burps <laughs> So why, why Jade did what it's she so did. Stupid. Why she why they did this is beyond me, because none of it works for them. No. And Raiden has become mortal to fight with them. And apparently when you go mortal, you look like a douchebag. So I guess oh that's what a God. mortal, being a mortal is like.
0: I can't unsee that outfit that they put him in. I mean, it, and also, it was really bad casting, like we said it's earlier. And James,
1: Remar- James Remar does a fight scene, and you can clearly see that's not him. Well, by the way, uh, you asked this before, and I forgot to talk about it, but... Uh, So what happened behind the scenes is that the actor who's playing Liu Kang started having to do the stunt choreography for this movie. And so he had to start filming it. And because they were rushing production so much, he was on one set directing some of the stunts and helping out. And while they were filming the scenes for the Baraka fight... Tony Jaw had to step in and be him, oh. and so if you watch every scene, you can tell it you clearly. Tell it's another actor with a wig on.
0: Oh shit! And I didn't know It's a lot of
1: cool stuff with like chain fighting. Like he's fighting while hanging onto chains. Mm-hmm. That's like Tony Jaw, and and that's wow. amazing because Tony Jaw's is incredible. This is one of those franchises that I don't understand why they just didn't use the famous stunt people as the characters.
0: Yeah, that's and this what is, I don't get. That
1: goes into the next movie, and I'm going to talk about that more there too because I I. Don't get it because some of these stunt guys have become successful actors as well. Yeah. And I would like to see more of them doing this stuff mm-hmm. instead of uh, having these other actors do it. I think they started figuring out a couple of these because, I, like I've been saying forever, one of our favorite people is eco uh who
0: is it? Yeah, from mm-hmm.
1: Raid. And I'm like, put him in something. Put him in Like everything. in these movies. And uh, they started figuring it out because I think the uh, other actor from the Raid plays Sub-Zero in the next film. Yeah. In the remake. Which was like, that's cool, because they're starting to figure out, get these actors who are also trained in martial arts of some sort, yeah. or some kind of fighting technique. And Tony Jaa is perfect mm-hmm. for that. So is the guy playing Liu Kang, because he also is able to fight, and he's he knows what he's doing here. But the problem is, they couldn't film all these scenes, so they had to keep swapping people out and to do the stunts. Yeah. And that's what happened, I believe, when you watch this James Remar fight, I believe James Remar fights two versions of like Reptile, yeah and... You can see that it's a whole nother actor. Oh my it god! It does not look like him it's at so all. It's so bad.
0: And you know what? The the stunt guy when they they clearly show the stunt guy's face numerous when, shots. numerous times, and he looks like he could actually play Johnny Cage because he has that mm, like hair. That's funny, you know. Um, and then they try to cut in the like after the um, the stunt guy does like a huge kick in the air, and then they pop up james remar in the scene like he was that's him doing this shot and it just looks so goofy like uh yeah. oh, we clearly know that this old man is not doing this yes you know like this is so it's just it was so goofy it was like beyond goofy yes and i even mentioned to you i'm like oh my god look at this line work like they're literally flying around on wires it just looks it doesn't look fluid it it looks junky it's yeah terrible I agree.
1: terrible and all the characters kind of fight. And, you know, it's funny is Raiden has like a thing for each one of the characters and says, your your problem that's holding you back is that you're not being you. You're not listening to yourself. Mm-hmm. Jax, you don't need those arms. You're already a champion. And, uh, um, you know, uh, Sonya, you need to get away from uh, not trusting anybody. And, uh, you know, all this stuff. And it, it's just normal Confucius bullshit like, yeah. character stuff where it's like, look in yourself.
0: Yeah, but that's funny that they said that to Jax, that he doesn't need those arms. Because he, they literally get pulled off of him. And I thought that they were going to do in the like in the games where he has robotic arms. But no, his real arms were underneath there. Because
1: he says it. It's an upgrade to my arms. It, it's a it's cyber enhancement to upgrade my arms.
0: It just But the way it was pulled off, I guess it's going to be
1: chalked up to the back.
0: Bad they, effects.
1: I actually wish they would have beat him with his arms. That would have <laughs> been hilarious. Oh they come God. off. It looks. I actually don't mind them. I actually think they look pretty decent.
0: No, the movie. arms look really good. Yeah. However, it, there was no like like they, they should have made it like he had some kind of like wounds or scars or holes for where the cybernetic arms were implanted on him. Mm-hmm. But no, his arms look perfect they're even greased up with like some nice baby oil like there's how do, okay how are these arms cybernetic enhancements they're literally not attached to your skin like how is this happening like what is attaching the arms to his real skin
1: well that's that's why i was wondering if he was like under some kind of thing that he had to be woken up with a computer and that's why he didn't wake up in that scene because he does have it like it's attached into his body
0: how there's like
1: these <laughs> straps in the back and there's also some kind of thing around the edges but it's just they didn't do enough work on it. There they was, could have put some wires into his back or yeah, something it's like, like that.
0: Make him look a little bit more robotic. Yeah. and under that's why there.
1: why they should have just went with him not having any arms.
0: Yeah, well, they couldn't do that because that cost about another million. Yeah, it,
1: it's uh, and also like no, we want him to know that he's a good you know he's a badass on his own. Or yeah, whatever.
0: he doesn't need the arms.
1: Uh, Basically, all it doesn't really matter because all this shit comes together with one last fight on the steps of this room ru- of these ruins from the first beginning of the movie. Really, uh, where Raiden—it's the
0: same ruins, right? From
1: the—it seems like the same ruins. Okay. I, I don't know if they're just reusing the set and saying it's Outworld now. I mean, yeah, but uh that
0: means they just circled around all of Outworld and then came back there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> uh, that th- this is uh, basically what happens is that Raiden is killed instantly by Shao Kahn. Mm -hmm. And because now that he's mortal he can't do all the stuff that he's good at and by the way he does the jump and the sound effect from the video games where he says which is really great (laughs) it's so cheesy Um, Shao Kahn kills him and this pisses off the gang who basically hear what he said to them and they all choose a bad guy to fight now what's really funny is that Sonya gets Ermac now, if this was any video game stuff, she would be fucking killed, like instantly. I think Ermac, like, takes on hand to hand, like, four of these champions in the mm-hmm. game. But what's even funnier is he creates, with a, his soul enhancement thing, he brings back Sub Zero from the first movie, but as Noob Sabot. And now there's like, it's a dark version of Sub Zero. like, he's all in black.
0: Yeah, she's fighting both.
1: She fights both.
0: Yeah, but this is the most that Sonya as the character has has had to do true like she's in the first movie
1: yeah
0: um bridget wilson didn't have anything to do she maybe fought like
1: she kills for half a second yeah and then they put her in that sexy outfit which by the way why isn't she in the sexy outfit in the opening in this movie
0: true that is another flub but then again you know lake minnetonka okay she cleansed herself but yeah so she fights both of them but that was some really it was a decent fight
1: she gets her ass kicked
0: she does Uh, but i mean she
1: should be killed instantly by these two characters but yeah uh it doesn't matter because they're the good guys. Yes, and but so, our
0: favorite thing is when she picks up the sand. Remember? That
1: was actually earlier with the robot fight. Which yeah, I missed that. Yeah. She actually doesn't pick up sand. She picks up a chemical that's flammable with her bare hands and blows it with a kiss onto the Cyrax and he blows them up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was like her, her, her move from the game, right? Yeah, like it's like just, the kiss move. She blows the kiss, a kiss that explodes people. <laughs> I wish she did it more. In they this. tried to
1: find ways to get the characters to do the things. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool. I mean, it, it's so cheesy. I, I like the way that, that the new movie kind of established it. We'll get to that. But uh, uh, yeah, This so basically it comes in this fight and everybody picks a thing and Jax decides to pick the horse, Mataro. Yes. Who is like a, I guess it's a joke that it's two people who worked on American Gladiators fighting each other.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah,
1: the, well, the thing is that everybody's getting beat until there's a turnaround. Like even Liu Kang, he chooses to fight um, Shao Kahn and he's starting to get beat. And then there's a moment where they all basically at the same time hear the words of Raiden.
0: Animality. Oh.
1: Well, well no, that's not what they hear because they don't even know this is a thing yet, except for Luke Tangos. But uh, they all hear it and they just turn the tides because like Jax's arms, the, the cybernetic parts get ripped off, like we were mm-hmm. talking about by the horse guy. Yeah. And that's when he basically hears, you're a badass on your own. And mm-hmm. he gets up and he starts fighting. And because Sonya's is getting... Thrown around by two characters, Jax has to go over and take yes tag team in, and that's when they become partners.
0: But thank God for Jax because she was getting her ass handed to her.
1: yeah, well I can't believe they didn't kill him, but yes, he uh, they take over and they're able to back to back kill these two guys. Mm -hmm. And he also he didn't I don't think he killed Mataro. He just like knocked him out.
0: Yeah, we don't really see. He he got knocked out, but he was knocked out for the, like the count. Like he no,
1: he's done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, even Katana turns the tide and starts beating Sindel. and Sha- um, Liu Kang remembers the animality, and he enraged becomes his animality. Now, when in the word animal is in the word, <laughs> so you are thinking he's going to become an animal?
0: Yeah. No.
1: He becomes what I would describe as a third graders reject an animation of a gargoyle. (laughs) It's like a giant booger that his arms are like little stems. And he starts like going after Shao Kahn who says, oh shit, you upgraded. And then, we get to watch Brian Thompson's head turn into a cone head in the funniest morphing animation you've ever seen. And he turns into it, Ghidorah.
0: I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It, he,
1: he's like, it's not Ghidorah because I don't think it has wings. I don't remember. But it's like a like a hydra. It's a hydra. It's but a there's hydra.
0: no, I don't, it didn't have wings. I don't I think don't it think had so either.
1: wings. But, but we get to watch this two boogers slapping into <laughs> each other. <laughs>
0: Well, first of all, isn't Liu Kang supposed to turn into a dragon? He's
1: supposed to turn into the dragon, the Mortal Kombat symbol and dragon. so
0: what happened there?
1: I don't know. <laughs> he's a gargoyle, a booger gargoyle. You know what he looks like? You know that commercial of the cold medicine with the booger?
0: Yes. And it looks Mucinex. like that.
1: Mucinex. It's like it's fucking awful. He's
0: wearing, I think he's wearing little pants.
1: It's so embarrassingly bad. You know what's really great? Apparently... The producer of this movie that I talked about so much in depth, he said this was not the finished version. This was the Why? test footage that they were working on the the. Um, this was the uh, like they were working on the animation, and he's like, "Oh, this is this is the pre before finishing all the animation and doing the touch up so and doing." They the re- just left it. Yep, and he says <laughs> that the company, the production company, just said, "I don't, we don't give a shit. Put it out." And so, that, he's like, what you're seeing is the unfinished test footage.
0: And you can fucking tell because it's so it's awful.
1: embarrassing.
0: Why? Yeah. You had the opportunity I, I, to fix this. I
1: personally think that he's lying. Just to cover it up.
0: That's true. I can't answer for that. Like, I mean... If something is that bad looking, yeah, like how do you answer for that? Like you can't say, "Oh, it's my special effects team; it's their fault." No, you're the fucking guy. You're the one that's behind this. You ha- you have to direct them exactly. And I mean, just to put that in in the movie, I have never ever seen such bad special effects. Agreed. I mean, it's so awful. It's awful. I mean, we were talking
1: especially before after about, your Jurassic Park came out.
0: Yes, yeah. as, as we were talking before about um, having seen. Part of our childhood is Clash of the Titans, and I will tell you that those special effects are better, are better than this. Like it's this movie is, the special effects were just so off-putting. Yeah. You
1: always bring up, you always. I don't know why. I think it's like a thing that instinctually you just kind of go, you go after Ray Harryhausen's like special effects of these old clan animation movements. No,
0: no, no. I and you always
1: like, oh my god, this is just like Clash of the Titans. Well, I like, appreciated
0: this it the for the level. time, like for the time. Clash of the Titans was like, wow, this is freaking awesome. And I can
1: imagine that when uh, Clash of the Titans in particular came out, special effects had already evolved Mm -hmm. past that. And there's something quaint about the special effects in in Clash of the Titans because Mm -hmm. I think we came came so far from that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I think that's why I still kind of like it. But yes, this looks like the shittiest. And this is why and a lot of people, I think recently I've seen online a lot of people making memes about the 90s being the best and i said well it's always because whenever you were 12 to 15 is the best moments that ever existed in the world for anybody it doesn't matter you just believe it Mm -hmm. and i will say that personally because i was of an age in the 90s where i was young enough you know
0: well you had just graduated from high school when this movie came out
1: true uh But what I'm saying is, like, I'm around that age where, yes, the 90s, and I'll defend a lot of things. You always talk about 90s being the worst music, but I actually disagree because there's a lot of great music. Um, But movies, when people ask me what I think is the worst decade for movies, a lot of the time I say the 90s. Yes. Because I feel like a lot of the 90s was this junk of trying to figure out what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And jurassic park is the weird exception that feels like it was never of that decade because it's so advanced yeah it looks so incredible it was
0: mind-blowing when we it's, saw it, it is,
1: it's still mind-blowing it yeah. still looks incredible yeah where all these other 90 movies look like this they do and it, it is an odd special effect and it is very off-putting and yeah. there's a couple other movies i would love to revisit like spawn that have this this is the special effects
0: yeah
1: it's bad. I would and, really
0: like to revisit Spawn. Yeah,
1: well, we gotta do like a comic book movies that we've, we're gonna revisit instead yeah. of never seeing before type of thing.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it.
1: that one. That's definitely one to see because that's on this level. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie is very close to that movie in the special effects realm. uh It Lawnmower Man, all these movies in the '90s that look like shit. I mean, just look, they can't hold up.
0: But here's the thing. Okay, so fine, you take special effects like this, right? Yeah. And they're just utter trash. So maybe you try a little bit harder with costumes and acting or something, you know, just to yes. try and it offset the bad special effects that you're looking at. I like, absolutely Give agree. us something else. But they don't even try here. Yeah. Everything about this movie yeah. is trash. The acting, the costumes, the set pieces, everything. I mean, it, it looks like... um. You know, like Captain Kirk in the original series when he's fighting the Gorn and the background is is made of just, you know, painted styrofoam balls. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening in this whole entire movie.
1: Yeah. It's all that. It's that bad. uh trying to i think and i don't know if it's digital yet like they were going they were transferring from film to did i don't know what it was but it's all like that it's so weird it's so
0: bizarre because I, you're like you're absolutely
1: right though in needing something special it
0: does it need it out. like it needs like i mean you're gonna have that trash that trash special effect okay fine but you need to counteract it with something better and more like something stunning you know like i always revert back to the at least the action yeah, the action like i always revert back to the gate from 1987 yes. a horror movie that we love so their special effects in that that movie were so freaking well done and yeah. and, and almost brilliant the way I, they came up with that and then we're here all these years later in 1997 and you can't do better than this
1: yeah and, and I, w- I, w- I would love to point out what you just said i would love to add on to that is that i don't think the gate is necessarily a great film i think it's like a bare bones easy film. Yeah, it's the special effects that, that stand it, it up. Yeah, and yeah. it it's something like that can elevate such a small movie. Yeah, and make it amazing. And, and it we've seen a the, lot of movies like this where yeah. the plot is very minimal, but the special effects just push it into a new realm. Yes, or and it also could be for the action. Now uh, we were talking about the raid, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we brought up the actor from the raid. The raid is the greatest example of a movie with the smallest plot line mm-hmm. that's done in a way where it's so exciting. It's so easy to explain the raid. It's just yeah. a guy goes in a building, gets up the floors, and has to save somebody, and all the way hits the fight. That's it, and that's what moral combat should be: a bunch of people need to fight each other to save yeah. the world. And it doesn't even get that right. And no, in, in fact, it's so all. bad. And this is what I can't stand. And, and I think with comic book movies, definitely go into the same conversation here. You have all of this history, all of this weird backstory that's been set up, and you say, "You know what would be cool for transportation? Hamster balls." <laughs> What the fuck? What? Where, where in in, in Mortal Kombat could... is the hamster technology? Why
0: couldn't he supply a portal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, why can't they just use
0: portals? What is happening? It was Raiden like, is the
1: god of thunder who you know, can do things. He doesn't do anything.
0: You know what it reminded me of? Like I feel like somebody had watched American Gladiators more than once. Maybe you're because right. that is a thing in American that was Gladiators. American Gladiator challenge. And they yeah, and they were in the hamster balls in that show. And so because there's two American Gladiators in this movie, maybe they just let were like, oh, let's just you know throw yeah. that in there, but. I, I can't even imagine what the other actors were thinking when they well, got in these When balls. they
1: saw that, they must have been like, oh, fuck, we're in a shitty movie. Like, I, we're really bad. I no, mean, we're in trouble.
0: I am pretty sure that Talisa Soto, who plays Katana, realized she was in a shitty movie five minutes into the first one. True, so true, true. I, I do feel bad for these actors, but you know what? This is their life choices, okay? <laughs> I have... I cannot. Uh, yeah.
1: But... Yeah. I mean... I, at the end of the day... It's 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 these ideas that these producers, or these writers don't even want to look at the mythology and and write a story around that. Like the idea alone of Scorpion and Sub Zero's plotline in the games is enough to make a movie, and they still can't even do that. They They're don't like, do you know it. What? Let's just have that as a side thing. And and, and they still can't. They still twenty twenty three have still not figured this out. Properly.
0: I know. Well, we'll
1: get into that next time. But yeah, uh, yeah. It's so crazy. It, it's like when you see a, or a comic book film, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Why didn't you use any of this fucking years and years and years of writing to make your movie?" That's what people want to see, and they're like, "Nah. What if the Riddler was a crazy dude who wears goggles? <laughs> what the fuck? What, what is this? Like,
0: like, who who is signing I, off on this? I don't. Know. I want to know the person signing off on this. Is so." Ridiculous. I, yeah. I mean, so uh, we're at the end here. Yeah, okay, well,
1: let's just slap it on here. uh Liu Kang beats him.
0: Liu Kang yeah, beats, beats him, him, and then he shares a kiss with Katana. Finn.
1: I, I'm <laughs> going to say yes. I can't even recall now. Everybody's like together. Everybody's happy. Uh, and and what's really funny is the god, the elder gods come. They banish. Oh, this is really funny. They banish Shinnok by making him into a they basically roll him into a Rubik's cube.
0: Yeah, he oh. Gets my god. Transformed. Oh my god, oh my god, that's right. I was thinking the whole time about um remember when in Superman when they get sucked into the the glass uh thing that Yes.
1: It's a uh the, oh.
0: Zod. Zod it gets sucked into the
1: the, the, Phantom the Phantom Zone. zone. Yeah, yeah, Phantom
0: the Phantom Zone. Yeah, yeah. The Phantom
1: Zone is like a glass plane yeah, that, yeah. that they're flying around. In. That's what happens to <laughs> him. What But I it's like, it. what if the glass plate mo- like morphed into blocks into each right. other? Yeah. It's weird. Anyways, they make. They. For help, for raiding, doing what. Now, first off, these fuckers didn't help. Hundreds of people on Earth might have died. I, I mean, yeah. so many people because they were invading. Mm-hmm. And we see that, like. Jax was the only soldier, and his base is in the middle of a desert. We know people are getting murdered, and and ins- like instead of helping, they just go, Hey, Raiden, you did a good job. We're gonna bring you back to life.
0: Yeah, I was like, So oh, they bring him back to life. God.
1: So then I just said to you, Oh, so uh, what about that Johnny Cage guy?
0: Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, Really?
1: Don't even mention him. Nope, all laugh and nope. they all hug Raiden.
0: I would be like, Screw Raiden, I want Johnny Cage back. In his Papa so, Roach outfit, or whatever the oh fuck it God, is. Oh, terrible. His
1: hooba stank. <laughs> <laughs> they walk off together. Now, apparently, there was footage filmed of more shit here that was going to set up what would be what was really happening and why they needed Katana, I think. Apparently, they filmed scenes with Quan Chi, who is would explain a lot of why these characters were resurrected. Because that's what Quan Chi does. And he's he's the one that's controlling Scorpion. And since Scorpion still seems enraged, it would have made sense that Quan Chi was behind everything. And apparently they filmed him. And no one has seen this footage. But apparently it exists. And it has existed. I don't know if someone shelved it. But they cut it out of the film for, for time. And because the movie wasn't shaping up well. And then, of course, the movie came out. It bombed. And they were working on a third one. They had it ready, ideas ready. Oh, my God. And they scrapped that quick.
0: Well, that was probably the smartest thing that they ever did. Yeah. Because this movie was flat out bad. Yeah. Okay, this movie was a one. I gave this a one when I first saw this movie. I was going to
1: ask you, do you still think it's a one?
0: I absolutely think it's a one.
1: Yeah. So the question we normally ask is is this really a bad movie and so you're saying that you straight up still think it's a one
0: i i straight up think it's a one i think uh i'm going to do my job here and this um is our segment called why we can't have nice things so this is uh going to give you on imdb i'm going to give you a 10 star review of this movie i can't
1: believe you can find one.
0: Oh, there's several yeah. and i'm going to give you a one star review of this movie so, let's go with the first um the first thing here. Okay. So this is a 10-star review. And this is this says it's best movie ever. Okay. Mortal Kombat Annihilation blew me away. I sat on the edge of my seat the whole way through. The anticipation was immense as I watched warrior after warrior struggle on endlessly for the championship of Mortal Kombat. First of all, the soundtrack is the best music ever. It is so catchy and alive. Definitely the best soundtrack I've ever heard ever. The acting is superb in every way possible, and the actors were definitely the right choice. The script is very well written and flows well. And finally, the special effects were stunning. Everything looks so real and alive. This movie will vividly stick out in my mind as a true masterpiece. One of the other highlights in this film is that it is more than one genre. For instance, it is a romance, action, thriller, horror, comedy, war, sci fi, and fantasy packed into one gigantic adventure. This is the scariest film I've ever seen in my life. It, keeps going. it is amazingly gory for its certificate. Mortal Kombat is not just a movie, it's a way of life. Yeah, 10 stars. That's a
1: joke review. That was a guy, because he knows that there was lower reviews, so he was trying to boost it. People do that all the time. That's why That's why we call this Why We Can't Have Nice
0: Things. Yes, I love the way that was worded, though.
1: I knew it, it has to be a fake it, one. It has to, because he kept so, nailing it. I love when he said certificate.
0: Yeah. It yeah.
1: earns its certificate. Yeah. Can I earn a certificate for something? I don't I want you to know. You get the
0: certificate for the cutest podcaster on earth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man I know you i'll take it i'll me, take whatever i can get
0: slap me real hard all right so this is the, this is a one okay this is a one out of ten review this, on IMDb. this is you this is pretty much how i feel okay and the title is this movie must be a sign of the apocalypse this is hands down the worst movie that i have ever seen and being a mystery science theater 3000 fan i have seen a lot of bad movies There are absolutely no redeeming qualities in this steaming pile of crap. I've seen porno movies with better plots than this. As far as I can tell, our heroes just wander around blindly for the entire movie going from one fight scene to another. In fact, some characters in this movie appear out of nowhere, fight some other character that has appeared out of nowhere, and then neither of them are seen again for the rest of the film. This might be excusable if the fight scenes were in some way entertaining or exciting. Sadly, this isn't the case. Every fight scene is exactly the same and always seems to involve our hero being launched backwards about 10 meters from a single hit. It takes some of the worst acting in the world to take a script this bad and make a movie that's even worse. But Mortal Kombat Annihilation does it with ease. Believe me when I say anything is better than watching this garbage. Avoid it at all costs. I'm I'm sure being forced to watch this movie is considered torture in some parts of the world. One out of ten. And
1: you didn't write that. That was that was actually that coming was on? coming
0: from my brain.
1: Did you write it? I did not. Oh, I swear, I can. I was like, maybe this is. A <laughs> That's joke why I chose it
0: because I feel like this movie is in my this this review is in my soul, and uh, this person gets me.
1: I gotta tell you uh, to add to that uh, because he brought this person brought up something that I actually had a little fun fact written on my notes here, and I forgot about it. But uh, someone on IMDb went out of their way to count how many backflips and front flips there were in this film. Oh,
0: my gosh. And they
1: wrote 54. <gasps> and I thought that was really great. Wow. And if you're going to do a drinking game, that is the game. We actually did that to another movie once before. We gave someone that they had a drink every time someone backflipped. And uh, it was so many, and I knew it. That's a movie I might bring back for our... Uh, yeah, Turkey I think
0: S- that money. was... Wasn't that the um, Turkish Turkish Star Wars no, or something? No, it, it was
1: Informat. Oh. Because there's one scene in particular that he does flips a hundred times.
0: I mean, I would be completely sloshed. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah.
1: That's a, that's a drinking game if you need to play it.
0: Okay, so after the second viewing, I can honestly say with the utmost certainty that I will never, ever, ever yeah. watch this movie again.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I... It's terrible in every sense of where word. I keep questioning do I really think it's a one, but I, I definitely think it is exactly what's wrong with filmmaking when they rush a product out, don't really have any rhyme or reason. I particularly don't even think the fight scenes, which sucks, because a lot of these guys got hurt. Yeah. You know, I don't think it looks great. No. I I, I mean, it, it is the epitome of what's wrong in the 90s with filmmaking. It's just a lot of cash grab, a lot of bad ideas, and as a person who wants to see this in the theater, it is a giant fucking letdown. But
0: can I ask you a question? When you saw this, you saw both movies in the theater, correct? Of course. One and two. Yes. Okay. Was there any part of you that was watching the second movie and thinking to yourself, how did the special effects get worse? How did they get worse? It's I, it
1: better. I, I, remember the, I remember the moment that they got on those hamster balls. And I just said, what the fuck is this movie? Like what is this movie? And then just seeing like Scorpion and Sub Zero fighting for a couple minutes and they're out of the movie. I just, I just remember being so disappointed. I wonder if I even made it to the end. If I didn't walk out of the theater, I don't even remember. I definitely know I've seen. I I had to have because I remember getting that special effect and laughing.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was it's a one. Yeah, I mean, I might it might have been is... the
1: only one in the theater too. Like with my friend, it was just me and my friend. Oh my
0: god. Well, I mean, when you got bad bad set pieces, bad actors, bad costumes, bad special effects, terrible directing, that's a bad movie. Yeah,
1: it's just stale on every front.
0: It's a one. I mean, if you could, I mean, I, I could probably a, give it lower than a one.
1: But. I actually, there's a part of me that wants to give it a two. And the only reason I want to give it a two is because some of some of the badness is kind of fun.
0: Well, because we can laugh about I, it. I, that's what because, I'm saying.
1: There's something here that at least brings you to the table.
0: Yes, but it doesn't change the fact that it's a bad movie. We're just finding humor in it because of who we are as people. Like, you and I laugh at silly, goofy things.
1: Isn't that what So Bad It's Good is about, though? Finding something that elevates a terrible, terrible film? But
0: th- those moments are few and far between here. Like,
1: okay, how about if I put it this way? I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. No, G- okay. Mid-sentence. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say to you. Would you rewatch The Bog or this?
0: I would rewatch The Bog in a minute. Wow. I will never watch this movie again. I can't take it. It was so embarrassingly bad. That it, I mean, just terrible. At least in The Bog, they tried to do some monster. They oh, tried. That's a, that's... No, but they tried. Okay. This movie was, I mean, it was just ridiculous.
1: But in this movie, you can say that they went full on with stunts. Like, like, they're trying. They're trying to do fight after fight after fight after fight. Those fights aren't great. No. But they're trying really hard to do fight after fight. They're just trying to constantly bombard you with some kind of movement.
0: Yeah, to take away from how, how terrible bad it is, the freaking no movie is. But, but, like, I, I still, don't. But still, even in the first one, the fight scenes were way better. You know? Yeah, and they're, like, and they're minimal. Too. Johnny Cage's fight with Scorpion in the first one was was better. It was, it was rad. Because yeah, it looks good. It looks good. I mean, that scene alone... That one scene is better than this whole entire movie. And I'm sorry, but I I just can't get behind this. I mean, there's everything. It has everything going against this movie. Everything.
1: Well, I want to do something. I want to add something to the show. Okay. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I think what we should do going forward is have a rank. Okay. For every film that we watch, we should rank them in order of how we feel of where they would lay. Because if you're saying this is the worst... Right, this is like a one. This is one of the worst movies ever made because we don't give zeros. You know, one it's basically why I want to give this a one and why I want to give it a two, because at least there's something about it that still stands to make it a movie. You know what I mean? There's yeah. something some, someone tried. A lot of people gave some try, attempts. So I give it a one. But if this is the worst going forward when we keep watching other movies, I would like to see constantly comparing it. Okay. To the one or what and if we think oh, this is above that, that's under that. Mm -hmm. So going forward, maybe making a list and saying, okay, of all the movies we have ever watched, where does this one land? Like, where does this one land in that that rank?
0: Okay, okay, I like that.
1: We should have started that in the beginning, but I think this is the perfect one to start with because this is the first movie we've given a one on the show. Right, that's true.
0: We haven't yet. So, okay, going forward, let's start that. Let's do that. Yeah,
1: because even if we want to... Because we're always talking about what is the worst movie ever made. And I think we've seen way worse movies than this movie. That's what I'm saying. That's why I mean, this one feels like it's not God. as bad as a one in some of the other movies I've sat through. Uh, and even if we wanted to start actually watching the worst of the worst and ranking them on the show. That'll yeah. be interesting to, you know, rewatch some of the worst movies I've ever seen. Or always take, which we always want to do, is ask people all the time, "What is the worst movie I've ever seen?" and watch those movies. Like, yeah, I definitely want to watch some of these movies that people have suggested to us because I know there's no way in hell it's worse than this. Yeah,
0: I, I really love the suggestions so much. Yeah, I always want um, them because I. I... We are on the hunt for the worst movie ever made. We really are. And we've been doing this for a long time, watching really shitty movies. Yeah. And uh, and I still feel like we have not gotten there yet.
1: So oh, I have a good list. I have already made a list of one-star movies or two to one-star movies that we have watched in our lives. And there's a lot. Yeah. But uh, definitely on this show, because this is what we do anyways. We actually watched one the other night with our friends <laughs> that we probably should have done on this. But... It's it's Wait, right there. Which
0: one is it, Hammerhead or Shark Exorcist? Yeah, it's
1: that latter one. <laughs> so, uh, oh. yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, that's a that's an idea to uh, add to the show. I think.
0: Okay, I like it. Right. Let's
1: do it. But yeah, as always, please if you listen to our show and and you have suggestions of what the worst movie you've ever seen is, even if it's something that's like newer or whatever, and you just think it's the worst, I would love to see it. I would love to watch. I would love to do, to tell us either Joe at the Crafty Misfit on Instagram or me at the Just Another Movie Night. Uh, if you could just hit us up on one of these and tell us, "Hey, this thing is the worst movie I have ever seen."
0: I I just I would love to get a list from, to get a list, from yeah. all of you and compile it and we'll do them on the show and and we'll we'll see what's the worst movie ever made yeah. because I mean we've seen some utter trash and uh Yeah. We just, we, we love it. We love it. Uh, we
1: actually love the, the yeah. you know, uh, that when she says, uh, unfortunately, you will die. Yeah. That's like, I feel like she was talking to us while we're watching the movie because it's so close to the opening of the movie. Yes. Well, unfortunately for you, you're gonna, your brain's also going mean, to die I mean, I felt like thing. I
0: was slowly <laughs> slipping into oblivion watching this movie so yeah. so yeah just um always reach always. out to us on instagram because we would love to hear
1: yeah and if you think that *Mortal Kombat: annihilation isn't the worst movie I've ever seen and there are movies that you have seen that are worse that's definitely what i want to see i want to hear about it you know yeah. please uh because uh if you even like moral combat annihilation and you're giving it a pass tell me why i would love to hear that and uh yeah thanks for listening guys uh, have a good one we are going to go get our minds on something better than this, like
0: eating our Sammy's.
1: Yes, so uh, all right, have a good night. Thank you for listening. Bye.
0: It's a trap, Lou. Leave the date's over, Father. The merger has begun, Earth is under attack, and it is glorious. <laughs> Prepare for final battle!
1: As long as I have the power, Khan,
0: you will never rule this world. As long as the portal remains open, your world becomes my world!